Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading for the Middle of the Pack, and today we're going to continue our journey with Moses. So, so far, we've talked a lot about, uh, you know, like being called. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. We've also talked about facing your fears, right? How you have to face your fears and have faith, okay? And then today, we're going to talk all about being a leader and, and not losing that faith. And being able to do the hard things, as Moses did throughout his entire journey, and then make sure we give credit where credit is due. So, Cube theme song, we'll be right back. The big question is this, how are leaders like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard, while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Awesome! So glad you guys are still here. Well, hopefully you're enjoying this journey on Moses. I've really enjoyed chatting about it. It's been a lot of fun for me to kind of get back in and think about the like, biblical principles of leaders and stuff like that, and I think we're going to keep going with this. Like, There's so many great leaders in the Bible to talk about, so... Hopefully you guys have liked this. If you've liked it, hit me up, leave me a comment. Um, yeah, find me on social media at Real Dan Greer and leave me a comment about whether you like this or not. If you don't like it, don't bother. Leave me a comment. I don't care. Like, I just want to. I just want. I just want good stuff showered on me. No, I'm kidding. If you don't like it, tell me how I can be better. I want to know. Shoot me a private message. Put it on comments so everybody can ridicule you. I don't care. <laughs> I'm kidding. You won't be ridiculed most likely. You know, my thousands of followers. Whatever. It's not like millions or anything yet. But anyways. My point is, um, I want to know if you like it or not. So let's let's talk a little bit more about Moses. We've talked about how he became a leader, how he didn't feel like he was called. He didn't feel like he was qualified to be called. Then we talked about facing his fears of public speaking and the other fears that he faced. And now that we're going to talk about like unwavering faith as a leader. So as a leader, it's not required that you have faith in the almighty creator. That's not a requirement. But what is required is that you have faith in yourself. And where you're leading. Because if you don't have faith that you're doing the right things and that you can lead people, you won't be able to lead them. Let me, let me ask you a question. This is a great question to kind of ponder on at the beginning of this podcast and the beginning of this. If, if you don't feel like the person who's asking you to follow them is competent, if you don't feel like they're trustworthy, you don't feel like they know what they're doing, will you follow them? The answer is no. You won't follow them. And if you do follow them, you're always going to be on the lookout. You're going to be like, ooh, well, geez, uh, this guy's kind of shystery. Ooh, I wouldn't do it that way. Oh, my, this is crazy. But if you have unwavering confidence that it's done that you can trust that person and that they have, that they know that they're leading in the right direction. What do you do? What do you do? Think, think about this. Kids do this with their parents. Kids love their dads because of the confidence their dads have. Now they love their moms. They love their moms because of the nurturing that they have, not usually the confidence that they have. Men and women are definitely created equal, but we're created for different reasons. God created us differently for a good reason. And I'm really glad my wife is different than I am because otherwise it wouldn't be much fun. Um, it just wouldn't be much fun, right? Like, we're not going to get into that. That's beside the point. 
but I'm glad that we're created differently. I'm glad we're created for different reasons. Just like I'm created for a different reason than you are. And I hope that you realize that you're created for a different reason. So kids love their dads because of their confidence. Now, not all dads have all this confidence, but when it comes to leading your kids, you have confidence because it's like, hey, let's do this. And the kid's like, you can drive an RC car? And you're like, yep, look at this remote. <laughs> I'm the bomb. <laughs> Moses had to do the same thing with the Israelites. He had to make them feel like he knew what he was doing, even though he was as lost as they were. He was maybe one step ahead of them on the game. That was it. That was it. One step. He went up and spent, I don't know how much time, 40 days, 40 nights? I don't know what it was. On on the mount, mountain, getting the tablets etched. Like, people are like, Moses is dead. He's not coming back. We're leaving. I'm out. Let's go back to Israel. Maybe they'll take us back. We're going to die. We don't want to die in this desert. Whatever. And Moses comes down and he's like, what are you people doing? What are you just doing here? Look at this. Look what I've got. Here's the Ten Commandments from God. They get so mad he throws them on the ground because they're all idiots. But um, <laughs> he breaks them. He's going to go back and go through the whole process again. Now, can you imagine that conversation? He goes, up, he's like, well, God, you know, um, I'm so glad you took time to etch those in stone for me. But, like, I got a little pissed and I threw them at the ground because people, like, yeah, they're idiots. He's like, yeah, people are idiots, Moses. Uh, why the hell did you throw my stuff on the ground, you idiot? I took a lot of time to make that for you. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I laugh. I laugh, but it's, could you imagine the conversation? It's probably like 150% true. Anyways, <laughs> as as Moses gets these tablets written, like he's he's not, he's not, he's going through the same fears that the people are going through, but he can't allow them to see that he's going through these fears. When they get out there and they're like, what are we going to eat? And he's like, uh, I don't know. Hey, God, what are we going to eat? And they're like, you know, God says, I'm going to give you manna from heaven. Pick it up. Only what you need, though. The rest of it's going to go bad and spoil. So don't try to store any of it up. You have to get, you got to have faith that I'm going to take care of you. He taught the Israelites and Moses to have faith that he was going to tend to them, that he was going to make them his, that he was going to take care of them. They were his flock. And just like any good shepherd does, you move your flock when you need to to get more feed. You water them when they need water. That's what you do. You take care of your people, you take care of your herd, you take care of it. So Moses had to lead as though he had to lead with confidence, right? And confidence is the key to success in everything that you do as a leader. Now, there's a huge difference between confidence and cockiness. And Moses crossed the line once, and God took care of that. Do you remember when he crossed it? Moses crossed the line because everybody's like, oh, we're so thirsty, we're going to die. Thanks for bringing us out here, you idiot. We're going to die. We're going to thirst to death. You're, gosh, you're so stupid. Why did, why did we follow you? We're idiots. And so Moses goes up and he strikes this rock and he goes, I command this rock to break. And God told him where to strike. God told him what to do. God told him everything. But he says, I command this rock to break. And the rock split open. There's water coming out of it. And God says, well, Moses, you got so close. But now you don't get to go to the promised land. You're going to see it. But I'm not actually going to let you in. What? Because of one statement? Yeah. Because there's a huge miracle that Moses claimed responsibility for. He claimed he got cocky. And he's like, I did this, not God. And, and he immediately knew that he was wrong, right? And he paid the consequence for it. And so as leaders, we need to make sure that we're not on that cocky side. We're on that confident side. Like I call out in the very beginning of this, don't be an authoritative prick. That's not going to do you any good, right? Instead, be somebody who's understanding, somebody who, who has faith, somebody who's confident, but not somebody who's cocky. 
There's a huge difference. We all know somebody who's cocky. You're thinking of them right now. I guarantee you're thinking of that cocky person right now in your head. You're like, oh my gosh, yes, this person is so cocky. Oh, I don't ever want to be like that person. Well, it's not that you don't want to be like them. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying don't be cocky. Be confident. Have confidence in yourself. Confidence that you can do whatever you want to do. But don't be so cocky that you're going to get yourself in trouble and go off half-cocked all the time. Um, huge difference between confidence and cockiness. Now, the other thing that I, I really want you to kind of think about, and we, I, know, I know Moses' story is huge. It's like four books of the Bible. It's unreal. It's, it's It like starts in Genesis, goes into Exodus, goes into Numbers, goes into, what's the next one after that? I don't know. But it's like the first four books of the Bible, right, is Moses' story. And granted, there's other stories in there as well. I'm not saying it's just Moses. But like he, he goes through and finds a successor, Joshua, uh, as to who's going to take people into the promised land as well, which is could be a whole podcast in itself. It's like finding finding a successor and how to do that. But today I, I just really want to focus on like that confidence spectrum of it. And and so one of the things that I really want to like drive deep is that how do we get confidence? Well we get confidence by small wins. <gasps> small wins, sorry, small wins give us confidence. It, when we come in and we have any win at all. What happens? We go, oh, we can do this. And then what do we do? We do it again. And then we do it better. 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 And all of a sudden we're an expert at what we're doing because we have win after win after win after win after win. And the more wins you get, the easier it is to win. And the easier it is to be confident. So confidence really, when we first start something, what happens? We're outside of our box. We're outside of our box. Doing this right now with my son working on a project truck. We finally got it back. We're finally working on it. Um, and what happens with this? Right? Like what happens as we move forward through this project? I am out of my comfort zone on this entire project. I am not a mechanic. I don't do body work. I am like lost on all of it. But you know what I do? Because it gives him confidence. I go out there and I go, okay, we're going to cut this out right here. And we're going to replace this piece of iron. All right, here's what I'd do. I would uh, put a piece of metal behind this and then weld up the spot where it's bad. And we'll just reinforce it and it'll be twice as strong. Are we doing it right? I got no freaking glue. I got no idea. No idea whatsoever if we're doing it right or not. None. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. But I say it with confidence. I say it with confidence that we are doing it right. And you know what he does? He goes and he puts that piece of metal behind there. And he welds it on the back of it. And then he comes in and he welds this part. And then he grinds it off. And then he's like, oh, that looks good. I like that. That's smooth. We didn't even have to, like, put Bondo there. I know, right? Like, crazy how cool that is. <laughs> um... <laughs> The only reason it worked is because we have confidence. And then it worked for me one time. I'm like, oh, hey, I was able to give him advice I had no clue about. And and he did it and he made it work. And so what happens next time? Next time he goes, oh, hey, I could do that same thing here. And so he goes to the other side of the cabin. He does it here. And then he goes, oh, hey, that works really good. I'm going to do this. And then he does this. And then he says, oh, man, that worked really good. So then he comes over here and he does this. And then he goes, oh, man, I really like that. And all of a sudden he's doing it all on his own. Because I gave him, because I answered him with confidence. And he got it done. And then I was like, no, you know what you're doing? Do it. And now all of a sudden he's doing it. Stuff he could never do before. Now he's doing it all on his own. Because he has now the confidence to do it. Oh, I can do this. This isn't a big deal. Just taking a pin out. Just one pin. He doesn't look at the whole big project of what he's doing, right? Moses didn't look at the whole thing of what he's doing and taking people to the promised land all the time to have that confidence. Right? My son's looking at one little thing. Oh, I got to get this mirror bracket out. I got to pop this pin out to get this mirror bracket out. It's that simple. Boom. Done. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Over. Perfect. Okay. That's great. Now what's next? Oh, this is next? Okay. Yeah, this is next. 
So when we focus on the giant picture, sometimes we're overwhelmed. And that's what happens a lot of times. That's why we don't have the confidence because we look at everything we're trying to accomplish. So if I look at my business and I go, I am trying to have an event with 50,000 people and hit a billion dollars a year and serve 500,000 companies or a million companies or whatever. You know what I mean? Like if I look at those big pictures, like, you know what happens? I go like, oh, this is scary. I don't want to do this. I get nervous. I lose that confidence. Right. But if I go, oh, hey, yeah, I just need to make this one podcast. Oh, perfect. Boom. Done. Check mark. It's off. Ooh, I just got to make another podcast. Ooh, boom. Check mark. Ooh, I just got to make it. Ooh, boom. Check mark. Ooh, boom. Check mark. And sometimes we allow fear. We allow that lack of confidence to stall us. And then we freeze. And we don't move. And we have a problem. Confidence helps us to grow. Having more confidence helps us to become better, helps us to be better people, helps us to be a better leader, helps us to not be, you know, cocky. Confidence and cockiness, we've talked about two completely different things. I think you guys know the difference in those. Moses got cocky once and got punished. Same thing with when we get cocky, God goes, nope, that's not okay. Right? And we got to remember that. Don't don't get cocky. Be confident. Be confident in the way that you lead. And so just like Moses was confident, just like Christ was confident, just like you're confident in things that you're good at. And remember, the only way to get confident in stuff is to take small steps to move forward. In. Right? The first time you do something, you're not going to be confident that you did it right. You're going to be you're gonna be teetering. <laughs> so you're going to be like, wow, that guy is super confident. He can do anything. And it's like, uh, man, no. I can't do anything. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants and hoping like heck that it works. <laughs> so anyways, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope that you're enjoying this series. I think that we're kind of done talking about Moses here. We're going to move on to David next, which is super exciting. We're going to chat more about David. We're going to get into David's story. David's story is really fun. There's lots of stuff that goes into that as well. So hope you guys enjoyed. We'll chat with you later. Remember, oh, God, remember, if you like this, leave us a review. Five-star reviews only. That's all we want. Okay. If you'd like to leave us a review, we'd love to review. Five-star review. If you didn't like this, what the heck are you still doing here? Don't waste your time. All right, guys. Enjoy. Tell you later. Bye.